Who's that? It's Brand the Voice. We're about to voice it. We're about to voice it. We're about to voice it. Come on now, let's voice it. Welcome to Voice It with Fran Lavoie, and I'm your host, Fran Lavoie, and I'd like to thank you for joining me on this podcast. And based on the title, I'm going to be reviewing the new VH1 um, reality show. I think it's a spinoff from The Real Housewives of Atlanta. This is one of Candy's productions. Shout out to Candy Burris, because she just be knowing how to get another coin on top of another coin. But this is the SWV and Escape reality show. It is a, it's chronicling their one night only performance. Um, I believe it is in Canada. Um, and it is just talking about, you know, the intricacies of how they get that show popping as well as just the ups and downs in their interpersonal relationships within the group and amongst each other, um, meaning like between SWV and Escape. Now, a lot of you guys listening to my podcast might not know, but I am a musician. Um, I have many trades and I do master a lot of them (laughs) by the grace of God. And I'm daily growing in that mastering. So I'm not acting perfect. Um, and I don't think that I have an ego, um, unlike a lot of the ladies that we're going to talk about today. Um, But I thought that it would be cool for me to talk about this show because I was born in the 80s. I've been singing for a long time and I am a child of the 90s. So I got to experience 90s R&B in its fullness. Okay, And when I became like aware, like maybe like mid 90s, you know, I would go back and I would listen to like the the older stuff from like the late 80s to the early 90s where New Jack Swing and like this good old 90s R&B, slow jams, all that stuff started to, you know, really pop. And SWV was that group for me. Anybody that knows me, I had the New Beginning album I think I bought that album before It's About Time. And It's About Time was their debut album. And then, you know, The New Beginning. And then Release Some Tension. And that um, came out in 1997 before they disbanded. And when I tell you, me and my brother were absolute fans. And we are to this day. Because their harmonies were on point. And while... You know, Lily, she kind of has like a contralto, meaning like alto, you know, like second alto, maybe kind of like more of a mezzo-soprano, which is like the mid-voice between soprano and alto. I would say that she mostly had that alto. Taj was more of the mezzo, and we heard a lot more from Taj, and she was a little bit of a strong, like a little bit more of a stronger vocalist to this day. You can hear her on Use Your Heart and It's All About You on the second album. And she raps on the first album. But Coco, 
Everybody knows Coco <laughs> Gamble. Um, everybody knows Coco. That girl be singing. Okay. She is, she has got the vocals. It is crazy. Like her soprano is on point and it just seems like it's, undest it's indestructible. Now they've had a few reality shows. Um, they had one on WeTV and then Taj had a show on TV one called I Married a Baller and they have always had tension. There has always been strife. And Coco, of course, went off to do um, a solo album. And when she decided to do the solo album and she kind of was just checked out on the last album, the group disbanded. And it was a rough time for the other ladies. You know, I think for all of them, Coco did a R&B solo album and two solo gospel albums before they got back together and started doing shows again. And then they released, I believe, two albums um, in the midst of their resurgence about 10 years ago. But they were often on and on, on and off, on and off, because the mixtures of those personalities are crazy. Notably, Coco's, because like Coco has that reputation of just being like, the diva, okay? Like there's some clips to come on this show where it's like, okay, sis, sis is about to be wildin'. I sold 30 million records, B. Like there's a part where she's gonna be saying that and I'm like, oh Lord. You know, the way that they edit these shows, you don't know what, like where that's coming from, but we, we gonna see. But yeah, you know, like if you guys haven't checked out their other First of all, if you haven't checked out their music, go and check out all their music, even their Christmas albums, the best of SWV. There's a song that they have called Mystery that I like. I love that song, too. Like when you talk about a fan, I am a huge SWV fan. I absolutely love them. OK, so now we get to um, Escape and, you know, Escape. They've been around for, I think, 30 years this year. You know, they came out with Just Kicking It in the early 90s. And they came out a little bit after SWV. And, you know, they had their own issues, too. You know, it's four women. We have Tiny. We have Candy. We have the Scott sisters, Tamika and Latasha. And um, all of the women in this group, I do like their voices now. Shout out to Candy. People be like, oh, Candy can't sing. Candy can't sing. I think Candy has a very strong alto voice and she even has the whistle tone. Like, don't be asleep. On my little secret, she was doing that whistle tone at the end. And that's from the Traces of My Lipstick album. And, you know, Tiny, a lot of people associate her with T.I., but Tiny was out here leading songs and they was out here getting it and she was she has a beautiful kind of like she's like the centerpiece of the group i i would say in the sense like she has a pretty powerful voice for such a little woman she has a powerful voice and you know she can get up there also um now people 
know Candy's voice because it's distinctive. They don't necessarily like Candy's voice because she she does kind of have like a twang to it that's like, oh, okay, okay sis, like, you know, Money Making Mondays is a all-time hit, you know? It is a all-time hit for me, but um, <laughs> uh, Tiny, you know, she hasn't really come out with any like solo stuff. They both were known for, particularly Candy, for writing No Scrubs by TLC. And Candy went on to have a successful songwriting career, which, you know, pretty much attributed to her financial success in the beginning. But the Scott sisters, Tamika, her voice is underrated to me. I think her voice is absolutely beautiful. I love her sound. Um, you hear her on Understanding. Um the what I need from you is understanding. That song, so you hear them there. But everybody knows that Latasha was the one that was like out here. But in the midst of their differences, I felt like they all added to the group. They all sang wonderfully. Unlike SWV, um, you heard all of them. For me personally, I feel like I heard all of them equally. You know, they all had an opportunity to lead. They all had an opportunity to kind of have the shine and the solo. But Latasha's voice stood out. It did. And it still does. She's the one that you expect to bring the song home and do the powerhouse singing. So apparently, you know, when they disbanded, it, it had a lot to do with, you know, Candy and Latasha and like drama between Tamika and Candy. Really, everything was just revolving around them Scott sisters, one way or the other, having an issue with Candy. And so, you know, um, Latasha went on to ha try to do a solo album, but it never really worked out. She had that song with Jason. Um, I think it's Jason or Jason, One Night Stand. Like that song was the truth. If those, if you guys are listening and y'all like, what is she talking about? Look, I'm putting y'all up on some old school game, man. Y'all got to go back and listen to this stuff. And so then it's like they ended up just breaking up because, you know, they couldn't decide or they couldn't like really come to a consensus on how the group was going to go. And, you know, when they disbanded, um, you know, they went on to do different projects like, you know, like I mentioned about the songwriting and I know Tamika was doing stage plays with, I believe she was with Tyler Perry and then she did a wild interview in 2007 talking about some candied and slept with all these different people and was just messing around and they eventually addressed that when they got back together after 20 years of not performing together. Now, mind you, in between that time, um, the girls, they tried to move on and, you know, add new women to the group. And that was like in the early 2000s. And I feel like that didn't work because just like SWV, I think Escape had to realize that they are better together. And... They got back together. They surprised everybody at the 2017 BT Awards, did a great performance, and they started touring. 
there was some, you know, they had a reality show on VH1 talking about like their road to the tour and like, you know, just talking about their different issues. You see Candy and, you know, Latasha duking it out. They've had recent drama over like the Soul Train Awards and the fashion choice and Latasha was looking good in her dress. I'm not going to front, but she obviously looked different than the rest of the ladies. And now I've just been seeing three of them like together as opposed to Latasha. And it looks like there are just so many misunderstandings. There's so many things going on and it just looks like they're at odds again. And, you know, in this first episode, as we continue to talk about it, we're going to see that the Scott sisters are at odds with each other. Shout out to T.I. They are at odds with each other. So both of these groups have, like I said, drama within themselves. And you're going to see that they have drama amongst each other. So it's going to be interesting. But let's get into the episode itself. All right, so now that we got through those intros of both the groups, essentially, you know, we see them, you know, meeting up, you know, Candy is meeting up with, well, Candy's in the studio and they playing the song, legs and hips and a body, body. <laughs> and so Tidy joins her and... You know, they just start talking about like coming together and trying to, you know, create this dual performance between both groups. And then Tamika comes and, you know, they're talking about what they want to do. And um, they also, you know, before Tamika comes, they play a song that Tiny and Candy did. And I think it's a song where they did a video for it last year. And I'm going to be honest, I did not like that song. I mean, it is what it is. Shout out to them regardless. But um, Tamika ends up coming over and they start talking about the group. But then they pretty much bring up the elephant in the room that Latasha, her sister, is not there. And so then they start speaking about why she's not there and the fact that they have contention and a lot of the contention surrounds around just what happened with them on tour. At one point, they were locked out of their dressing room um, that both sisters shared. And, you know, I guess Latasha got an attitude and walked away with a stank attitude. And she was body shamed because I think Tamika said something like, you know, go away with that no booty or if you had a booty, you know, I couldn't kiss your booty if you had one or something like that. You know, she pretty much was talking about her butt. I don't remember exactly what the comment was, but that offended her. And Tiny saw in the messages, um, I guess, that Natasha sent that she felt body shamed by her sister. Now, you know, here's what I'll say. Would I have taken that offensively? No. But later on, we're going to see why Latasha took that so offensively. And so that kind of, you know, made her feel a type of way on top of other grievances that Tamika had with her. And 
it's just, you know, all the other associated issues that we've been seeing before this show even came to pass. Um, so, you know, it seemed like, you know, the show was going to go on smoothly, like everybody was agreeing. Um, and um, we see Latasha at home. First, we see you know, her going outside to meet her son and her husband of 27 years. And they have a 24 year old son. They're outside shooting hoops. And, you know, she, you know, talks about her son's accomplishments, how she met her husband. And she then broke up with her boyfriend at the time to be with him. And her husband was out here, you know, with R. Kelly, I guess, like he was associated in, in, you know, with him, I guess, like, he was part of R. Kelly's camp. He saw Latasha was like, I'm going to be with her. He told Latasha's boyfriend at the time, I'm going to be her man. That's that. I don't know, like, what else y'all got going, but this is my lady. And, you know, they mentioned that her son had graduated from the University of, I think, Buffalo and is a basketball player. And they're trying to see what's happening with him. But all that aside, you know, Latasha made it seem like I got some exciting things going on myself. Like she seemed so like optimistic in the kitchen at their house, you know, that that things were going to go on. But I mean, she did mention that there was some contention. There was some drama. She did feel a type of way. And there were some internal issues that the ladies had to address. But she seemed like, okay, I might be going out there with them. So the way she made it seem to me, it sounded like, okay, well... She down with the tour, right? So we go over to um, SWV and they're practicing on stage, you know, and I don't know if it's their road manager or their manager in general. He's like talking to them like, yeah, you know, like, you know, they're just like talking about what they need to do. And um, I mean, they seem cool. And honey, they said we... Right. we didn't been through all this drama. We have had our differences in the past and we just realized that we're better together. And I really like that aspect, you know, and at that point, Taj, you see Taj on the phone with Tiny and it looks like they're trying to get the girls together for you know, a brunch that Taj was going to put together to discuss the group. And of course, you know, they're showing snapshots of the families. You know, you see Candy with Todd and Ace and Blaze, which are her children, and they're making pizzas and they're talking about like the interpersonal dramas that they have. You see Tiny, she, you know, this is a, an introduction to a reality show. So a lot of people may not know them. So they have to briefly discuss, you know, their their family dynamics, you know, she has seven children, including her stepchildren, um, and you know, married to Ti, and how that relationship was kind of off and on, and um, you also see um, uh, who else did they show? I think yes, they showed Tamika with her husband and her her children, and you know. They asked her about them comments on the radio and she said, we finna skate right past that. We not finna talk about that because yeah, you don't want the smoke. We not finna 
talk about this any further. It's just not going to be because we didn't just got back cool and I'm not trying to lose this money. Um, I think Tamika understands that being associated with Candy and Tiny brings in opportunities and just them being in the group. And, you know, they're all needed. Like, Tamika has a beautiful voice. So, girl, stop with the drama. So, they move forward and they do this brunch. And they there's, like, two sides. One side is for Escape and the other side is for SWV. And everybody's coming together. And so, um, Latasha finally comes in and... <sighs> You know, while everybody's like being all nice and cordial, Latasha is obviously giving Candy the cold shoulder and Candy calls it out. It's like, and she says in the confessional, it's just, it's always the cold shoulder. It's always stink. And so they cut back to their reality show five to six years prior where they're trying to hash it out. And it always seemed like there was contention between them. I remember old interviews where Latasha was like, I just feel like Candy wanted to sing lead and, you know, I'm just there to sing. It's not, and it always seems like Latasha is never wrong or she doesn't take responsibility. That's how it always comes off. You know, I could be wrong, but it did look like she gave her the cold shoulder (laughs) and, um, you know, everybody, was um, waiting for Tamika to come. And so when Tamika came, um, it looked like, I think she was going to go sit right next to, I think Todd, no, Tasha had put her next to Latasha. She was like, yeah, go and sit right next to your sister. And so Tamika's trying to be cordial. She already know it's going to be contentious. She hasn't spoken to her sister in a while. And, you know, she's trying to be nice. So she was like, you look cute because Latasha was looking nice. And Latasha was like, thank you. Like, kind of like, just, it was stank. And so the SWV girls are like, y'all cool? Like, what's going on? And so, you know, they start talking about what they would like to see. They want to see big production. They want, you know, Latasha, I mean, um, Tamika is talking about how they want things and everybody is like throwing ideas out and all these things. And so Taj noticed Latasha's face and she's like, you okay? And so Latasha's like, no, no, I'm not excited. I'm not excited. And it's like, what? What you mean you're not excited? And so she was like, yeah, we have interpersonal issues that we need to discuss. So I will not be excited about planning this until those things are discussed. And it's kind of like the SWV girls are like, child, we done been there, done that. And Lily, she was like, look, well, all the three of the girls had something to say in SWV. Lily was like, look, we get out there and all this personal stuff, all this like getting like just get out your feelings and let's get to this money and let's perform and do what we love and coco said it she was like look sometimes we do not communicate before we get on stage we just understand what we're coming to do and we just do it and i mean honestly i i agree with i agree with the girls it's kind of like look it is difficult 
when you do have severe issues and SWV had severe problems. Like they had issues of jealousy. They had issues of envy and people, you know, they said it out of their mouth. Like this person was in my ear saying this and making me feel like that. And they had plenty of issues for sure. But I think that, and Toss said it in the confessional. She was like, look, we got over that. We're not doing that in our fifties. Cause you know, they're a little bit older than the girls. And so I would, I just feel like <laughs> essentially like the escape group, they just, they really do need to get it together. I don't think that they realize, I would say, I don't think Latasha realizes just how much the vision she's bringing. That's how it looks so far. You know, as we go on, we, we might see a different side to really, you know, it might it might be like, no, like they they're creating the vision. They're the ones that stink like we don't know. But at the end of the day, I just think like they really do need to take heed to SWV's advice. And so, you know, they were like, look, we I guess we're not going to solve anything today. They started eating. And, you know, I remember like they were saying, oh, you know. I guess the girls from the escape was like, you know, good luck on y'all trip. And so SWV child, they went to South Africa and they did a six figure gig for some rich guy and they showed footage of it. And I was like, that is what I'm talking about. You know, Coco said it. We're blessed to be doing this after all this time. They are blessed to be doing it. And at six figures, it's like they have more than enough catalog to perform it, it, it's all they have to do is just keep their vocals on point and they are flying across the world to split million dollar gigs that is the life honey <laughs> so the brunch was just like a bust if you will because they just like while it seemed like everybody was on the right page, just trying to like communicate what they wanted. I don't think that they was down with what Tamika had in store as far as the, yeah, you know, I want to see them coming up from the ground. It was, it was some stuff that it was just like, mm, okay. But we're going to see as we move along because those um, previews look like they're not going to be down. The way they chopped it up, they made it seem like they're not going to be down with what Tamika got going on. And look like like once again it's gonna be drawn between the two. So we'll see as we go along, right? So finally, the last part that I want to talk about is huh, the issue between Tamika and Latasha. So, you know, they speak about their mom, and Latasha is close with her mom, and their mom like orchestrates a conversation between the two sisters. So um, Tamika goes there with her daughter, Oshan, um, her eldest daughter, I believe. Um, Latasha is already there with her mom and they're about to discuss. And, you know, they kind of show where Tamika is in her office at home prior and is, and, you know, her mom's like, look, I want to meet with y'all. You know, and Tamika's like arguing her mom. It's like, look, like you don't even understand what's going on. And her mom is not having it. So when they meet up, 
it is explosive because allegations come up. Tamika believes that her mother takes her takes her sister's side, takes Latasha's side. She's like, she's been the favorite for a long time. I don't know why. Um, and she, she tells her mom, you never take my side. You never take my side. And, you know, what the mother was trying to resolve, it, it just couldn't happen because it did look like it was one-sided. And the one thing I can say about Latasha is that I don't know if it's good media training because out of every reality show that I've seen her on, she's been on R&B Divas, the SWV. Every time I see her in an in a interview, yes, she does argue, but she always seems more composed than the other ladies. <laughs> I'm not saying that, like, y'all could correct me if I'm wrong. She probably got buck wild at a time. I don't know. But Tamika seems like the rowdier one. And I know what it's like to be passionate about something and express that passion in a way that makes people think that you are being combative. And so she started to, you know, pretty much tell her mom, like, look, you ain't never, you was never there. Like this, this stuff is none of your business, mom. In a sense, just let her mom know, like, look, these issues that me and Latasha have stemmed from the fact that I don't have the support. That's what I get from this whole entire thing. And when she brought up that there was a royalty check that she never received, that it turns out that her her brother-in-law and Latasha cashed out and it was $30,000, at least $30,000. Let me tell you, I think she accused her mother of knowing about that and... Or maybe maybe it's not that she accused her mother of it, but it was like, Latasha was straight up like, girl, I ain't never steal that money from you. And that's when everything just got to a head. And here's what I'll say. Money is a major issue. I'm from the city where money is a major issue, unfortunately. And money truly is the root, the love of money, I would say, is the root of all evil. That's what the Bible says. And I think we see that here. If this is an issue about money and fairness, and this is an issue that stems from childhood or from however long ago, where it seems like Tamika always feels like she is the last one out, I can understand her frustrations. Because while I think that Tamika Scott is messy because that interview was salacious and shady, she ain't have to say all that. And I don't know, people just be saying that she a little messy <laughs> as a result. I think that her feelings are valid, especially if there is proof that that money was taken and was not given to her. But Latasha is calmly like, girl, I ain't never steal no money. Latasha threw some jabs when she said, you ain't got no money to be stolen from. Child, from the small booty and the, and the body shaming to that. And then let's get into that. You know, they bring up the body shaming. So why would you body shame me? 
Why would you body shame me? And look, I believe they brought it up in at at the meeting at her mom's house. Look, at the end of the day, Latasha was her feelings are warranted, but I don't think I don't think that that little joke that she said, I wouldn't have taken it that deep to where I'm holding a grudge like that. I would have just took it as, okay, you petty, and that's a jab. And I would have just, you know, playfully jabbed back. I mean, Latasha, I mean, Tamika felt the type of way when she left her and when she walked away from her, you know, when they were locked out of their um, dressing room. And, you know, that could have been like just the, the bubbling over of that boiling pot. You know, just the fact that she walked away and just all that. There could have been several other brewing issues, you know, that 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 led that to make um, Tamika say something. I would just say Latasha's feelings come from being the big girl in the group. So she explains that they were, you know, doing a show. I believe they say she said in Boca Raton and. Um, one of the promoters, I believe, said that the big girl did a good job. And the fact that she remembered that so many years ago, I mean, that has to be accounted for. I mean, it's a sensitive topic for her. She looks great now. But I, I, that small booty thing, you know, Tamika was like, that's a, that's a phrase. That's a, that's a term. That's a phrase that people use. Get it this, then the third. It's like, Tamika, no, that's not you was throwing a jab. Just accept that it was a jab you was throwing, right? Then (laughs) Latasha says something about, you know, we're family. I ain't got no choice. And it alluded to, and I guess Tamika felt a type of way about that. And it's just like, yeah, Latasha threw a very sneak kind of jab of... (laughs) We family ain't got no choice but to be around you. I ain't got no choice but to talk to you and make up with you. And yeah, you know, that 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 was kind of stank. Absolutely. Them sisters both, <laughs> they sound like they, they, they're sounding so far. I can't judge them. I don't know them. But from what is presented, it sounds like it stank so far. In some of the clips, because it cut off after that, in some of the clips, it looked like that whole money thing, you done stole money from me. Mom ain't never believed that they stole the money. You never stood up for me. They took that outside to the car, honey. And I mean, for the most part, sibling relationships and working with family, it does get sticky if business is not handled properly. And if just like what's going on with all these with with all the other women. And with several other groups that we see that go through these ups and downs, if just in general, if little intricacies are left unattended to, it ends up becoming a greater disaster than what need be. So I just think that, you know, as we see this play out, like, (laughs) I hope they find out where the $30,000 went. Do she got the receipts that Latasha and her husband took it or not, is mama going to be more supportive and stand up for Tamika? 
will SWV and Escape be able to come together and do this group properly? Are we going to see some contention between the sisters with voices? Will Tiny and Latasha have a better relationship? We see some family things where, you know, Tiny's daughter talks about, you know, missing her. Like there's so many things, you know, Coco's son is going to be there. Um, and, you know, we just see some familial issues, you know, and, you know, we're going to just really dive into their personal lives. And I mean, I'm excited to see it. I feel like both these groups are underrated. So I'm so excited to see what we have in store. <laughs> well, I voiced it. And I want to thank you guys for listening. I want to thank all of you for joining me in this conversation. Now, if you found this conversation and this recap of the SWV and Escape show um, interesting, please don't forget to subscribe to my podcast at Voice It! Exclamation mark with Fran Lavoie. You can also find a video version of this on the Fran Lavoie page on YouTube. You can also follow me on IG at Fran Lavoie, as well as my business page, The Musings Group. Um, and there's going to be more to come. Uh, I will be reviewing this. I'm excited to. Um, <laughs> and yeah, I mean, I think it's going to be pretty interesting. Um, if you find a question in the community tab, please don't forget to answer it and let me know what you thought about this episode. And without further ado, I hope you have a wonderful night. Bye-bye. Who's that? It's Brad LaVoy. We're about to voice it. We're about to voice it.